0: Hello, we would like to welcome you to hope Conversations for Women, led by two of our pastor's wives here at Englewood Baptist Church, Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. It is our prayer that you rest in the hope only Jesus offers through God's word in our conversations today. Just
1: to remind you, I'm Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese is going to be joining us with Pepper as well. Um, so we're so excited. We've been really looking forward to this. And one of the main reasons uh, that we are calling it Hopefield Conversations is that we recognize that there's things going on around us that's a little bit different today. I think you might agree. <laughs> that's to say it mildly. And I know some of you watching today is simply because you've been laid off work or your business has been closed down and you have opportunity to do this. Um, and then some of you are not going to be able to watch it right now live and you're going to watch the recording. And that's because you're in the middle of homeschooling or you have been able to continue on with your full-time workload. But the reason why I even bring all that up is to recognize that Life is different right now, and we're we're all struggling, and honestly, we had our own struggles before all this took place, right? (laughs) And with this, it has heightened things, and we've got a new norm. Um, I think also, I know for myself and other ladies that I've spoken with, it's, it's caused different questions to rise up. And it's like, you know, why God are you allowing this? What do we need to do to stop this? And, and you know, do we, do we go to the grocery store with gloves on and masks? I mean, it's just so many things of this weirdness that we're going on to protect our lives. But in the midst of it all, we needed to be reminded as women, we have a, a security in Christ and Christ alone, and that our hope is secure in Him. And that if we can come together as a group of women to remind one another this kind of secure hope we can hold one another accountable. Uh, also, you know, one of my favorite things is that we can have fun <laughs> and just have some girl time and almost bring some normalcy to our unnormal you know, situation that we're in. And as Pepper had mentioned, um, we really, really do want to hear your comments, your feedbacks. We even want to know about your emojis and all that. Um, One of our goals, and you don't laugh at me, but one of our goals is to actually keep this limited to 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) That's gonna be challenging. But we know that your time is precious and um, for those that are going to be watching this recording, um, we know that there's going to be a slot time that you're going to set a time as well. So we want to be mindful of that. So with all that being said, I want to open us up in prayer and then we're just going to kind of go into what we're talking about and the, the, the topic and discuss why. And then uh, we also, at uh, certain points throughout here, we want Pepper uh, to be your voice, so to speak, and let us know what you're saying and sharing with us. So if you guys can just join me in agreement with prayer, I'd appreciate it. Father God, you are amazing. You are all-knowing. And God, you have allowed technology to work for good for today for this. you to be glorified for your for your gals to gather together and to go i'm not alone because you're always with me But you're using this to remind us that we can lock arms as women to forge forward in the life plan that you have for us today and it looks so different than we thought it would but lord let us be encouraged by your truths let us experience the power of your name today and know that we can rest in you and trust you because you're sovereign and that you see us and you're mindful of us. So Lord, I pray for every ear that is going to be hearing in this word. Lord, use it to manifest your presence in their lives today and speak the truth that they need to hear from you, that they need to know from you, that, that they would feel your presence. And Lord, I pray that all that would come from them is praise and who you are, not just what you can do for them, but that they remember who you are, because you're Yahweh, your God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So what we're going to focus on over the next couple of weeks, we're not sure exactly how long we're going to do this. We, we want your feedback, but we thought to get us started off on the right track is to begin with God's name and answering the question, who is God? I mean, what a profound question that I know we've asked individually and others are asking us even more today. So who is God? And so what we want to do is focus on his name that will, that will actually ultimately answer that question for the next couple of weeks. And then, and then after this, depending on you and how this goes, perhaps we'll end up going into a book series or study in the word, for instance, like going through Philippians together, you know, how cool would that be? And it would be in a way that, um, It would build on top of one another, but it would be uniquely uh, set aside individually. So if you missed a couple of weeks, that's okay. You would still feel like you're caught up when you meet with this. So that's kind of what's been on our mind. Um, But today we want to discuss names and Carolyn, I really, would you like to address, you know, what is in a name and and what we're doing here?
2: So as we were thinking through this, we just um, started to think about what if we did a study on God's names? So our prayer throughout this is that we could go deeper with the Lord, just know him more. Use this time, this unique and strange time in history, where we might have a little extra time on our hands to just get to know him a little bit more. So um, the fact that God wants us to know him is amazing to me. That's just such a gift that our God, um, he's our Lord, but he's the creator God wants us to know him. And so what better way to get to know him than through his names? that he is called throughout the Bible. Um, So we know by reading the Bible that names are really special to God. So um, God would often change a person's name after they'd encountered him. Um, He loves meanings of names. And so we really need to pay attention to what God's names, how he's called in the Bible. Um, So by studying his names, we're gonna reveal a little bit more about his character. Um, We'll get to know him through His names, um, just to reveal who he is. Um, And when we know him more through his names, we're going to trust him because we know his character. So I love the verse in Psalms. It's Psalm 20, um, verse 7. It says, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. That means that we trust in all that he is, all his names. Um, So over the next few weeks, as we gather together, we're going to pick out some names um, that are awesome and just full of meaning and truth. Um, and we're really excited about this. So, um, I think Jody, you're going to introduce the name that we chose for this week to just, yeah, study. So. Yeah,
1: and the teaser already went out on social media and it's Adonai. Uh, and Adonai is the meaning of the Lord or uh, the, the great Lord or my God. But uh, I really want to give you a little back history how Adonai even came about. If you think about Uh, Back in Genesis uh, or Exodus, uh, actually, where uh, God presents His personal name, His sovereign name to Moses as Yahweh. So Yahweh is God's covenant name, and the Jews were so afraid uh, because they revered the you know God so much that they did not want to pronounce. Uh, Yahweh. It was as known as the unspeakable name. So uh, in Hebrew, they they said Adonai, also Lord, but it's uh, Lord with the uppercase L and lowercase O R D, as in in Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, So, but the thing is, this is the tricky thing when you're reading the word too. We see Lord often, you know. There's all caps Lord, and that's really referring to uh, Yahweh in his in his masterfulness, in his um, fullness. Uh, But when it's capital L O R D, it's more of the master servant relationship, and it's it's a little bit more personal. But also in our English language, as you read often, it's uh, people are referred to as Lord, and it can get a little confusing, but then that's a lower, uh, lowercase L. So there's all these uppercase, lowercase, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, just a quick review before I, I make a point of something here. You got all caps, L-O-R-D, and then you got an uppercase L, lowercase o r d and then you got all lowercase l o r d so that's like three different ways so let me bring out what i mean by one of the lowercase Ls, lowercase l lowercase o r d think about sarah if you go back um i've got my notes here so on my side so it looks like i'm shifting that's what i'm looking at but it's in genesis 18 12 and here's an example it says sarah laughed uh to herself, saying, after I have become old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? She's referring to Abraham as Lord, lowercase l. So in other words, um, you can see it as, as like saying sir to someone and, and Lord. So, Carolyn, where can we find some of those references that we can look into to better dive into it?
2: Yeah. So Adonai, the name Adonai is actually a Hebrew word. So the actual name Adonai is only going to be found in the Old Testament because the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. The New Testament is written in Greek. So we won't see the actual name Adonai in the New Testament. Of course, there are lots of references to his character Adonai in the New Testament, but um, Adonai, the actual Hebrew word is found in the Old Testament. There are lots of examples and I'm going to give a plug just for a minute. Sweet yeah. Tiffany has made this little print off for y'all. It's on our website, www.angletvictus.com and then you go to ministries and women. Um, you'll find some scripture references. We'll talk more about it, but this is gonna be a really helpful resource as we continue. Um, and I hope you'll continue on throughout the week studying this, but um, Adonai is mentioned a lot in Psalms. So I just pulled a few Psalms that I thought we could read and just kind of get a handle yeah. on the name Adonai. So, um let's see psalm 30 verse 9 or 38 verse 9 says oh lord that's adonai all my longing is before you my sighing is not hidden from you doesn't that just give a personal connection that's good yeah Yeah. and then down in verse 15 of the same chapter um psalm 38 but for you O lord adonai do i wait it is you O lord my god who will answer and then in the next chapter in psalm 39 verse 7 and now oh adonai for you do i wait my hope is in you so we just see that sweet personal connection um, of the lord to us and so as i was studying um i used a concordance to look up adonai (laughs) throughout the scriptures because like jody said it all says lord so it's hard to differentiate when we're looking at just the english language bible Um, So I used a concordance and it pointed out all these references, but I came across the story of Moses and the burning bush, which I think we're probably familiar with, where God is in the burning bush. He's speaking to Moses. He tells him to remove his shoes, that he's on holy ground, and he tells him to go to Pharaoh to release the people. And Moses says, I'm just going to read it. It's in Exodus 4 verse 10. Moses said to the Lord, oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either. Either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow in speech and in tongue. And then verse eleven says, Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? And so those two, we see two different names of God in those. And I just thought it was so cool. The first part, verse ten, Moses calls the Lord Adonai. So I, Moses is saying, I'm your servant, Lord. You're my master. So he's saying, oh, I I can't do that. I'm not a good speaker. But then in verse 12 or verse 11, the Lord says, no, I I am your Adonai, but let me remind you of who I am. I'm the creator God. I made your mouth. I made everyone's mouth. So through those two references of Lord, we can see a lot about God's character. So it just drives us to want to know more about him through his names. But I loved loved that kind of going back and forth between Moses and the Lord. And then um, before we move on, I wanted to point out one thing in the New Testament. Like I said, the actual word Adonai is not going to be found in the New Testament because it's Hebrew, not Greek. But um, we can see in Luke one, how Mary, Jesus's mother, knew God as Adonai. So this, um, her story, this story I'm going to read today is from Luke one. This is when the angel Gabriel came to her and said, you're going to conceive. You're going to have a son. He's going to be Jesus. He's going to be God's son. And then in verse one, or chapter 1, verse 38, she said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. So she knew God as Adonai. She saw herself as the servant of the Lord. She trusted him mm-hmm. and he was her master. And so she was going to do what her Adonai said to do. So it really all does kind of come back to trust and that relationship that we can have with the Lord. So Jody, I think you're going to tell us a little bit about how to apply all these truths to our life. Yeah,
1: I'll attempt to, but, um, you know, <laughs> trust is a buzzword for me. I mean, because it's it's a lifelong journey. I don't think I'll ever fully arrive to that level of trust I crave mm-hmm. in my Lord, my Savior. Um, but, you know, we go back to our key verse that we've been putting out there, it's from Psalm 16. So you ladies that are with us, if you are not already, go to Psalm 16 with me. I'm going to be um, reading out of the New American Standard version. So if, if uh, my translations, it, when I'm reading, sounds a little bit off, it's because that's the translation that I'm using. So again, it's Psalm 16. And let me just tell you a little bit of, you know, the commentators, you know, the commentators, you know, they they said that this may be a prayer of David pleading for the Lord's protection against the, the threat of death. But Psalm 16 could also be deemed as the psalm of trust, actually. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, it just that just fits. A psalm of trust. And, and um, David, you know, I think we can all just naturally agree if you know a little bit about David and his relationship with God, God is personal to David and he, and he sees God as very holy, but he also recognizes that he knows him intimately. Um, so that's what we're going to do. But Psalm 16 verse two is our key verse. And it says, I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Okay. There's Adonai. You are my Adonai. I have no good besides you. There's nothing good besides you, but to take it further and and really convey David's heart for the Lord. i want to read um, the whole chapter of of verse, um, chapter 16. It's not much, but um, let me read that to us. Verse one, preserve me, O God, for I take refuge in you. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good beside you. As for the saints, you are in the earth. They are the majestic ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who have bartered for another God will be multiplied. I shall not pour out their drink, um, drink offerings of blood, nor will I take their names upon my lips. Verse five, the Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup. I just want to read that one again. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You support my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me. I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. Listen up, y'all. I have set the Lord continually before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will dwell securely. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol. Nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. Verse 11, y'all listen. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forever. Isn't that incredible? Do you sense the personalization that David is talking to his God, his Lord, and he's praising him, he's acknowledging um, his faithfulness and his goodness? Uh, but you know there's there's a, a per- particular one in verse eight the first part i have set the lord continually before me and it made me think a little bit about um, what we're talking about um, my lord it's also master ruler and owner and i know there is a time in my life that when i i accepted christ as my lord and my savior I didn't fully understand what I was accepting when I said I was accepting him as my Lord. Now, I knew I accepted him as my Savior, but what I mean is I didn't didn't recognize how to make him Lord of my life, like give him full control. And see, that's the thing. And for many years, um, I was in rebellion. And it wasn't until I recognized that, you know what, this this isn't the life that God intended for me. What is that life? What is that path of life that God intended? And I learned that the reality is, is I had to go back and go, wait a minute. It begins not just with my salvation, but it also begins with yielding my right to him, yielding myself and my life and letting him be Lord, master, owner, and ruler, that I may become servant to him. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, I hope it does. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things in the handout that Carolyn just uh, showed up to the camera and that you guys have access to, there's a little exercise there talking about the master-servant relationship And one of the things that I do like to do is I like to personalize scripture, but what I did for you there is I paraphrased some scripture and it's referring to um, the master servant relationship from the masters, um, what the master has done and does for the servant. So as you read those uh, paraphrases, I encourage you to go back in there and mark out them and there, and put my or me, and then personalize, and you'll see the intimacy of what God is there, and not just who he is, but what he desires to do for you, who he desires to be to you uh, in that relationship. So, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, trust, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so after studying all this kind of stuff, all these, all these names of the Lord, and then focusing on Adonai, um, my challenge for me personally, and for all of y'all, is um, to think about how can I trust God as Adonai in my life this week, so um, how can I trust Adonai during these strange times that we're living in, where our schedule is all out of whack, nothing's normal, how can I trust him in that? How can I trust I with my work life? How can I trust him with my home life? Um, how can I trust him with my future? There's a lot of unknowns right now. How can I trust him with that? How can I trust him with all my worries? I think a lot of people have a lot of worries right now. Just kind of thinking about the future. How can I trust him with that? How can I trust I with my hopes and dreams and with my family and my children? Um, And so what I'm planning on doing is making a list of different aspects of my life and how I can trust him as Adonai this week with these aspects of my life. So um, I hope it'll be an encouraging time. I think as we dive into the scripture that we have on these worksheets and then um, as we kind of think about, think through our different areas of our life and how we can trust him, I hope it'll be a really encouraging and uplifting time. Um, God wants us to know him and that's, a real gift from him. And so I pray that we'll take the time to do that and, um, and find him in the scriptures. So, yeah. That's good. I love, I love that practical application
1: and exercise and and, and it's going to be, it's going to take intentionality. Mm -hmm. Pepper, do we have any comments that you want to
2: share? A little chat pop-up thing. Yeah. Um,
0: so I asked everyone um, to give ideas how they would be able to trust God as Adonai. And Gene White has said, trust that he will take care of our finances.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a yeah. One. yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. Anybody mm-hmm.
0: else? Give us some ideas. Give us some questions. Michelle Farrell, by memorizing more of his promises.
2: Mm-hmm. You can
0: never go wrong with some scripture and definitely with the promises. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it helps us remember how faithful he is. I love that. Yeah.
0: How about um, taking a step further? Memorizing does pack it in our heart and keeps it always there, Mm -hmm. but what about those places where we do homeschool in the kitchen, and tempers can get crazy, so maybe I need to put some more verses that slap me in the face when I turn around, you know, and go to the kitchen sink. Maybe I need to change my verse out, Mm -hmm. or, you know, think of different places all through your house where your eyes really wander when you're walking and mm-hmm. post some scripture. So that, and it, all it takes is a post-it note or an index card. See, this is one thing I came prepared with. I don't know if y'all can see, but I have index cards. I never go anywhere without them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. Yeah. I'm not going to show you my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I would encourage uh, one thing I would encourage is when you're doing this, you know, all the time we you know, we, we do hear memorize scripture, put it around you, but don't lose really sight that we've got to be intentional to understand what that scripture actually means.
2: Yeah. And put it into action.
1: Yes. yes. That's when it all comes together. Yeah. It's just not memorizing its word. It's about really, what is, what does that one verse mean? What does that mean? What is God saying and how, does that apply
2: to me? So, yeah. yeah. Pepper, like you were saying, you're home with your kids at the table, right? So right. What a great time to teach teach them maybe a name of God that you're learning this week. Um, just take this name and kind of break it down. Maybe give a, a pick a verse that we listed on here and and just go over it with with our kids while we have this time with them. I hope that we can use this time and not waste it. That's what I've been praying for my life. That yeah. <laughs> all this extra time, I I want to use it for His glory. In my kids' lives.
0: Okay, so, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, okay, we've got some more comments coming in. Thanks, ladies. Okay. All right, so Vicki Adams. Hey, Vicki. Hey. That I would trust him with the things I obsess over and that I keep taking back and not allowing him to control and work out for
2: me. Yeah. How many of us do that? Yeah. Oh, I think all of us would be raising our hands right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the beautiful things about Adonai. I felt like it—it it calls for a release of ourselves, of our control. When He's our Adonai, like we're gonna release everything to Him. We're gonna hand it over. So, um, yeah, that's easier said than done. But that's—that's that's our goal. Um, when we know Him as Adonai, we can trust Him so much that we just release it. So, yeah.
0: I'm playing around with icons, I'm sorry. I got distracted, oh, Michelle, Farrell? Michelle Farrell, you distracted me, squirrel. <laughs> Y'all see my hand? <laughs> okay. <Here you> <laughs> Whoops, okay, back on track. okay (laughs) miss renee she says as a teacher of children depending on me i need to trust him to see me through this and not let my class and their parents down even when i am discouraged
2: Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: that's so hard when you're discouraged i mean it is it makes me think of the second part of verse 8 in psalm 16 uh, or I'll just read that verse again. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken and we can trust and rely on God to always be our, at our right hand. And that, that represents power too. the right hand of God is power. And Jesus is set at the right hand of God. And, and so in, in that we can um, exchange that discouragement when we go back and they speak those truths to us that we know that are true and that we hang on to that and we repeat it until we come out of that discouragement. I do that often.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Repetition, because yes. you can't just read it one time and then be like, "Okay, I'm good." It you gotta like, keep uh, showing up, keep showing yeah.
1: up. Keep showing up yep. you know, even when you don't want to.
2: And remind yourself. Yep, remind yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything
2: else, Pepper? Oh yeah, we got plenty more.
0: Okay, <laughs> Karen, Karen Young, um, help me to trust God totally to care for Tiffany as she works with Samaritans Purse in New York City. Yes,
2: yes, oh, we're yeah. praying for um, Tiffany. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, yeah, kids are. It's it's hard, you know, to turn over. Uh, you know, you want to hang on to them and you know, uh, try to take care of them yourself, but the Lord loves them more than we do and he cares for them and and that's something i have to remind myself over and over again so mm-hmm. it's true but yes we're praying for tiffany
1: Yes.
0: so let's see yeah. tiffany wickstrom says it's so much easier to release self to him when i reflect on everything he has done for me though easter was a great reflection of that
2: mm-hmm.
0: thinking yeah. about that. yeah thank you
2: for that that's good mm-hmm yeah
0: um and Debbie Wheeler hey Debbie to help with her um un- to help with her unbelief but we all have unbelief wouldn't you say
2: oh, oh. yes we yeah. struggle with it yep one of my days, I don't
1: have any and other other days um you know it's a it's a I'm a female I mean you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you know it just happens it goes up and down so
2: yeah. I love to look back into scripture and remind myself of um, stories of God's faithfulness. That always helps me when I'm struggling with unbelief or like just in a situation with trust. If I look back and see um, the way he worked in somebody's life, it just reminds me of his faithfulness and that we can always trust him in any situation. So that's one of the things that I like to do, just trying to get my mind Mm -hmm. set where it's supposed to be.
1: Well, one of the valuable lessons that I've been learning, it seems like three different occasions in my life, I say it like that because it's pretty monumental, is that God can actually really do in you what you have not been able to do. (laughs) I mean, what sin have you been struggling with that you just can't stay away from, you know, what, what thought life are you struggling with that you just can't, you know, what about any anger or any, anything, anything that just keeps coming, keeps, keeps coming back. And you're like, I'm just going to give up. I can't, I can't fight this. I can't win. But you know, sometimes that's where God wants us to end up so he can then come in and do the miracle. And we go, whoa, that only God gets the glory for that change in my life. So
0: yeah. Anybody got any questions out there? So I'll read one that I got um sent to me. So if you're on the phone, You will not have the option to type in your questions and comments, but you are welcome to text me. I've got my phone in my hand. It's on silent, but I've got my phone in my hand so I can see when people are texting. You're welcome to text me. Um, 252-883-5727. 252-883-5727 if you've got a comment or a question that you want me to voice and I'll be glad to do that. Um, One of the questions was or comments, um, why is this statement so hard? Are you girls ready? Exclusive loyalty to the Lord brings contentment with whatever lot God gives me in my life. Why is that so difficult for us? Read it again. Exclusive loyalty to the Lord mm-hmm. brings contentment with whatever lot God gives me in life. Why is it in, in so hard to embrace being exclusive to the Lord?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I know for a fact we wrestle with, um, you know, not, not just our flesh and blood, but with principality, of the spiritual. I mean, it's warfare. Mm-hmm. And so not to wrestle with would be to know, bless you, would be to know that there there is there's no warfare. And there will always be a wrestling within the spirit. There will always be a testing until we are with the Lord in glory. And, you know, again, it goes back to that same verse in, in chapter 16, verse 8. It's because the Lord will always be continually at my right side is how we can always come back to it but the struggle's real and to think that we will be able to overcome that struggle and never have it again i mean reach out to me and let me know if, if you've figured it out i mean I, I want you to do some pixie dust dust on me so <laughs> the struggle is just it's it's our flesh and and we like to um have results immediately we like um uh you know next day delivery on our prayer and God says no you get a rain check. Mm-hmm. I mean you know so we've we've got to be willing to trust him all the time and recognize and this is part of the, the 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 great thing about the struggles if we're intentional to recognize the struggle and go, wait a minute. This is not what God intends for me. I'm gonna stop and go back to the truth I know and get grounded once again And be complacent in Him, and secure, and trust in Him, and let God do what God can only do.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm
0: -hmm. Miss Vicky Adams had a comment that she just wanted to praise the Lord for His faithfulness.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Praise Him! It is good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Any other comments, ladies? We're doing good on our time. It's been 36 minutes. We are past 30 minutes, but that's okay.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, um, Pepper, you we, we want to go ahead and wrap up? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Um, I just want to put a teaser out there for next week. Uh, we're going to have Hope Hopefield conversations uh, for women about um, answering the question, who is God? Who is God? He is Elroy, the God who sees. And we're gonna get personal dive deep into that one next week. And we really, really invite, want you to come back and, and join us. Um, and too, if you're watching this on video, uh, there should be a link there that you can uh, send us an email uh, to reach out. And if you have any questions or comments to give us, even after this is not live anymore and it's recorded. Um, and at same time, if you've got questions um, about, um, uh, you know uh, uh, what does it look like to have a relationship with Christ what does it look like to call him Adonai and you're wondering what a personal relationship um, would look like in the sense that you you don't you don't know Christ as your lord and savior we'd love to talk to you about that um, next step so I was going to say um, maybe Tiffany or you might remember but there's you can text next next steps or something like that you do you remember does tiffany we might have to
2: put that in the um notes uh next time around yeah yeah that's good i'm excited about Elroy. that's one of the names of god that's only mentioned one time in scripture but it is so full of meaning and i'm just really excited yes
1: because just just like um you were using an example with mary how it even The principle of it and uh, it's it's still it's just all over the word
2: so we're super excited yeah so y'all check out the pdf that tiffany fixed up for us it looks so nice and it'll be a really good study guide for this week i hope you'll take it and just kind of study for your own who adonai is in your life and that we can trust him with it you want me to close with prayer I, I okay. interrupt for just a second
0: <laughs> um, I do have information for you guys. If you need more information um, like Jody and Carolyn were just saying um, Tiffany has given us the um, email and the text So mm-hmm. you will email um, next at com, and you would text the word next to the number 252888 two, 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 seven. And so, um, Tiffany, I'm thinking what we might could do is put this on our webpage. So that information's always there. Um, and she says, that sounds great. So that ladies, it will be on our webpage, um, under InglewoodBaptist.com. Baptist.com there under the ministries tab. You can go to women's ministry and you can find it. And um, we did have one more comment before Carolyn prays. Um, <laughs> Y'all are so sweet. Ladies, y'all are so sweet. We have thoroughly enjoyed they're thanking us over and over. <laughs> it we, makes the world to us. <laughs> so we have just, yes, we have worked and it's been beautiful. It's been awesome to do yeah. this. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miss Rhonda Melvin did say, "I'm a woman, and I want to take care of. I want to be taken care of. Believing He will take care of my every need. I don't have a husband, but He's my husband. That's and right. I trust and love Him always." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And Miss Julie Porter, pray for all of us to die daily to the Lord. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Also-
2: yeah! Yay! Well, thank, thank you all. so much. We've we've loved doing this. It's been a really special time. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's all pray together to close out our time. Lord, thank you so much for this time that you provided um, during this strange season in our life. Thank you that we can use this time to study you and study more about you. And um, thank you so much that you allow us to know you. That you've revealed yourself through your, through your word to us thank you so much for that we pray um, that you'll help us to trust you and know you more um, I do pray that we can surrender every aspect of our life to you we know that you are trustworthy and faithful and so and we do that use us as your servants Lord we want to be used um, in service to you and so um, we want to bring you glory with every aspect of our life so Help us to trust you as our Adonai in every situation. And we love you, Lord. Thank you so much for this time. And thank you for speaking to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.